The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Uh, welcome to the Mr. Nelson Show 103, episode 103. Uh, I'm dead tired. Oh, uh, oh right. Harvey. Yeah, I survived right. Harvey. Everything's fine. Yeah, good. Um, it was bad all ever, elsewhere, but for me, everything worked out. And for those of you in Florida about to get hit by uh, Irma, uh, Evacuate. Yes. Uh, when you're getting a direct hit from a hurricane, oh leave. Lord. Yes. Um, Which just staying there is not going to protect your home anymore no. than if you left. And right? uh, if you stay there, and even if you're able to ride it out, you're still going to be stuck. Do no power, no provisions, and no oh help. For oh, several man. days at best, oh, so you, you, you gotta go. It's a pain in the ass. I know. I've yep. been there, yep. but you gotta do it. Yeah. Uh, boy. Yeah. I've been working cows. Uh, <laughs> that's my main occupation, and there's a lot of work needs to be done there. And well, you just uh, let me know yeah. when you need to haul them off to sell. Uh, uh, It'll be there with the truck. Get the job done. Yeah, well, the, uh, we're uh, gonna get them rounded up and brought in because they need their shots. Uh, that's the main deal. Uh, due to the weather, I had to been uh, had to postpone this uh, several times, and I really can't afford to do that. Uh, so finally, uh, and plus a lot of repair work had to be done. <laughs> that's what I did today. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, they're going to get their shots and everything, and then later on, uh, yeah, we'll be rounding them up for sale. So, that'll be fun. No, not really, but, uh, it's what's got to be done. Yeah, well, at least you got that going on now, so that's good for you. Meanwhile, there's a lot of suffering going on. Yes, it's really terrible what these storms have done to Uh my fellow Americans. That's right. And totally unnecessary, if only President Oh, goddamn! Oh. This probably could have been avoided. Oh, hell no, goddammit. I'm sick uh, of you blaming Trump yes. for everything that goes on. He's, 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 he's on his watch. You're going to see Trump put the chair in the way. Well, I'll tell you who didn't put the chair in the way. Who? Dreamers. What? Dreamers didn't do that. Dreamers well, didn't hurt anybody. Well, get, Some of our greatest heroes what? were dreamers. Oh, come on now. Yeah, well, you can quit worrying about all that crap. Uh, huh? Lefty's referring to DACA, but I yes. guess you haven't heard the word that uh, Trump pretty much abandoned all the Republicans and what? worked out a deal uh, with the Democrats. There, there's Nobody's no. getting deported. What? That and no. Children under the age of 31 uh, no, 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 <laughs> are safe to stay oh here since they were brought over by their What's parents. The and uh, there you go. Everybody's safe and sound. Yeah. Uh, from yes, uh, losing DACA, despite the fact that it was yeah. illegal. Caca. Oh, my God! From the previous president. But, no, uh, no, it's not illegal. Uh, you know. It's totally within his rights. And, well, if 
Somehow, through the genius of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, we're able to convince that haystack-headed orange clown into doing this right. Well, then more power to them. It was an illegal executive order, uh, uh, Lefty. No. And if, uh, if I can't convince you of that, I can't. perhaps someone else can. With respect to uh, the notion that I can just suspend deportations through oh executive order, oh my God. Uh, that's just not the case. Oh. Because there are laws on the books no. that Congress has passed. Uh, and I know that everybody here at Bell is studying hard, so you know that we've got three branches of government. Uh, 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 Bob, how could you? Congress passes the law. The uh, executive branch's job is to enforce and implement those laws. Uh, and then the judiciary has to uh, interpret uh, the laws. Uh, uh, there are enough laws on the books by Congress uh, that are very clear in terms of how we have to enforce uh, our immigration system. That for me to simply, through executive order, ignore those congressional uh, mandates uh, would uh, not conform with my appropriate role as president. Good oh lord, god. right there from the horse's mouth. Oh my god, you can't call President Obama a horse. But, no, this is totally ridiculous. He, he figured out how he could use an executive order. Well, no. well, what was it? Prosecutorial discussion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, prosec prosecuting what crime? Oh, that's right, violating the border and well, that's uh, just, you know, the sovereignty of the United States. It's just a place. Yeah. It's just a place. Uh, so, uh, not much room for that either. Yes, uh, Come on. You, know, uh, you would have to have the reason that it's an undue burden upon the state where a prosecutor well, could argue that. it is a lot of people. He could also it's argue not enough evidence. Well, there's... Everyone's pretty much readily admitting they're illegal or, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. undocumented. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, I guess if you're a shoplifter, you're a, an unfinanced uh, uh, shopper. What? But nevertheless, there you go. And this is all pointless. And in fact, Trump's entire uh, immigration campaign was apparently a giant fraud uh, after berating what? other Republicans who he said we're weak a on uh, immigration. And no! this was true, no, but uh, it appears so is Trump. What? I mean, uh, no! I guess no! little Ivanka no! said, Daddy, let's what? not be mean. And there uh, you go. And let's all be no! friends with your old pals, mouth, Chuck Schumer and God Pelosi, just like in the good old days. And there he is. No! Yes, Trump seems to be really no! tickled with the press over these oh deals here. And no. uh, like sticking it to Paul Ryan and Mitch well, McConnell. And I can't blame him there, That's but right. uh, selling out to the cheating, lying criminals of the Democratic Party what? Uh, doesn't really That's resolve dealing outrageous. with the corrupt liars in the Republican Party. <laughs> huh? So, yeah, yeah, everybody loses. What? Uh, except, of course, the political class. Speaking what? of political class people winning, boy, it was a good day for Lois Lerner. Oh. Yeah, no one remembers Lois Lerner because oh. you're stupid. But uh, she was oh. at the heart of the IRS uh, criminal scandal that they involved themselves in by oh. going after Please. conservative groups oh. so that uh, could ensure Obama's uh, re-election uh, victory. Oh, come on. And uh, they did this on his behalf. But, of course, no. emails and documents were destroyed. That's obstruction. Well, but nevertheless, uh, the oh, Justice Department suddenly cool. announces, hey, you know what? 
we really can't prove that she intentionally did it. <laughs> so once well, again, if uh, they can't prove intent, um, it was an accident. It's pretty obvious what the intent was, but nevertheless, what? they decided, oh, yeah, we can't prove the intent. Uh, never mind that the crime was indeed committed. Uh, no, you're no, free to come go. On. But that only works. When you have political class privileges. So don't yeah. try that at home. No, don't. All right. Like I said, I'm dead tired. Uh, I well, plan to do more. But yeah, go dead tired. <laughs> and I got a long day ahead of me tomorrow. Oh, so going to take a break. Well, and we'll come back deal. with a brand new episode of Night Night. Oh, God. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Francesca, run for your life. But now, you're trapped in a snowbound mansion. Your husband dead, and you are next, unless... Unless... You'll like my mother. A thriller. With a special kind of tension and terror. You'll like my mother. A thriller. From Universal Rated PG. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code MrNelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's MrNelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. And now it's time for another episode of The One That Got Away. So yeah, I was taking some of them phlebotomy courses. You know, the people that draw you blood. When all of a sudden... This big white dude walked in, and he was all cracking wise and being funny. Well, it started to turn me on, and I didn't care if he was sporting some Vienna sausage. I was going to get it. Mm, hey there, Dougie Poo. You get me all giggly and tickly inside. You make me feel <laughs> well, good. Well, really? I, uh... Why don't you whip it out and I'll work it? Oh, uh, boy. Well, uh, uh I'm going to need to see some ID first. Uh... Say what? Don't you worry, I know Jill Bear. I'm 18. Yeah, well, you're not looking at, uh, uh, oh, man. Oh, boy, I, I, I gotta go put some ice in my pants. Oh, so yeah, it was really sad. It's like he was too old to fall in love, and I was too young to care. I guess for me, Dougie Poo will always be the one that got away. Join us again for another episode of The One That Got Away. Say, would you like a little more Mr. Nelson? <laughs> you know you do. So head over to my store at society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. There you'll find selections of my artwork, which can be printed on, yeah, prints, but also t-shirts, throw pillows, mugs, tumblers, tote bags... And clocks and iPhone and iPod cases. Stuff like that. 
Also, hoodies, v-neck t-shirts, all kinds of t-shirts. Yes, that's right. Even long sleeve shirts. Uh-huh. Yes, you can get the Mr. Nelson Show t-shirt, even the Bob Levy Show t-shirt, and all kinds of other Nelson artwork. Print it on a shirt. And, of course, with that throw pillow, you can even sleep with me. <laughs> so why don't you head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. That's society, the number six, dot com slash M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Uh, this is Boobo from Night Night, uh, and you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show. <laughs> It's a typical day in Cityopolis where some residents tune in to WBLZ's The Buzz Bailey Radio Show. All right, let's go to our next caller. Uh, Lena, Lena, welcome to The Buzz Bailey Show. Go ahead. What's up, Lena? Yeah, I can't help but notice that no one is talking about what happened to the sun. I mean, it winked out. And how do we know that the president wasn't responsible? I mean, there needs to be an investigation. My God, maybe the Russians were behind it. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, Lena, I think you're referring to uh, the solar eclipse that happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that's a natural occurrence. Uh, I don't believe the government or the president had anything to do with it. Yeah, uh, the sun doesn't go out in the middle of the day. I mean, you always talk to women like this, Buzz. I'm not stupid, so stop talking to me like I'm a retard. Because, you know, and I don't use that word, you know, negatively about the retarded people, because that would be negative and stuff. But well, I'm sorry you feel that way, Lena. Let's go to our next caller and see. Uh, boy, I can barely read this. Uh, pink, uh, 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 Elliot, Elliot, you're on the Buzz Bailey Show. What's up, Elliot? Buzz, this is the pink elephant. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Gee, I thought I was reading that wrong. Uh, so what's up, Mr. Uh, Elephant? <laughs> well, Buzz, tonight at midnight, billionaire Mushford Porridge will drop dead. Oh, oh, now, uh, now, now, why would you say that? Uh, what, what are you, claiming to be psychic? No, man, I ain't psychic. You see, at midnight tonight, I'm gonna go over there to his house and Kill his ass, and then I'm gonna steal that big fat porridge diamond. Yeah, that damn thing's about the size of baseball. I can't wait to get my hands on that. So mark my words, midnight tonight. Yeah, the pink elephant has spoken. All right, all right, boy. That's uh, that's that's really unfortunate. What is this fruitcake Friday? We're getting a lot of loons on the line. <laughs> But unfortunately for uh, Mr. Elephant here, uh, uh, death threats are taken very seriously, and we will have to inform law enforcement of this. So whoever you are, Mr. Elephant, you probably just bought yourself a world of hurt. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back after these short messages with more Buzz Bailey Show. Perhaps Buzz Bailey can easily brush off the threat from the pink elephant because he is not the target. However, said target, one billionaire mustard porridge, 
cannot be so casual about said threat. In fact, Porridge has hired an army of bodyguards to secure his premises. As he begins to nervously pace the floor of his home, as the minutes tick away to the midnight hour. Oh dear, oh dear, I want this night to be over, but I dread the approach of midnight. Ah, oh, come on, boss. Hey, whoa, 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 why don't you put that pistol away? Me and the boys have got you covered. As long as you're here in the room with us, you and your diamond are both safe from whatever freaks out there calling in idiot threats. <laughs> nothing doing. I'll put my gun away five minutes after midnight, and only if I'm still breathing. Oh, come on, Mr. Porridge. There ain't nothing to worry about. This pink elephant guy is there. It's obviously some kind of ghoul. Yeah, well, I... Oh, my God! Look! There in the window! It's him! What? Where? I don't see anything. Holy crap, I see him too! See who? What? Where? In the window. It was a man wearing an elephant mask. And it was colored pink! Alright, alright, everybody calm down, calm down! Ah, jeez, they got the lights! Uh, there he is! You won't get me! Oh, I see him there! Wait, no, there he is! No, no. Ah. Oh. And once the gunshots and screams fall silent, Porridge and his men lie still in the darkness. And some minutes later, which seemed to go on for hours, the door opens, and in walks the pink elephant. Gee, boss, it worked like a charm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All you got to do, mix in a little paranoia with some hallucinogenic gas, courtesy of Moa, and next thing you know, everybody's stumbling over their own bullets. <laughs> All right, now, get that fat-ass diamond and let's beat it. Okay, boss. And soon news travels fast throughout the city of Cityopolis that the pink elephant's warning on the Buzz Bailey show was no idle threat. Meanwhile, at the home of Banner Playboy subscriber Lyle Richmond, who is in reality Night Night, finds himself approached by his half brother, Dick Sprump, who is in reality Squire Bubo. Hey, Night Night! Damn it, Dick. I'm not night-night. I'm Lyle Richmond. I'm only night-night when I'm in costume. Yeah, whatever. When are we gonna go after this crazy pink elephant guy? Not right now, Dick. Why not? Because I gotta go take a dump. No! Meanwhile, the pink elephant is able to broadcast yet another dire threat. So tonight, I'm gonna kill Ray Mild and steal his Priapus ruby. <laughs> yeah. Night-night! Night-night! I, I mean, Lyle! The pink elephant's threatening to kill another guy tonight! Some guy named, uh, uh, uh Ray Wild or something what, what, like that. Ray Mild? Yeah, that's him! Mm, Ray's an old golfing buddy of mine. I think it's time we put a stop to this. You mean? Yes. Dick, I believe the time is right for night-night. Huh. I'll tell you what's right. That stench you left in the bathroom. Man, but, you need to yeah. close the door yeah. when you oh, drop bombs yeah. like that. Damn it! Shut up! And get your ass in the night cruiser! Oh, boy! Later that night, at the home of one Ray Mile, 
Gold, who, despite being surrounded by police protection, dreads the approaching midnight hour. Suddenly, his living room is filled with a mysterious pink gas, and shortly afterwards, gunshots and screams can be heard from within the mild home. All right, boys, they ought to be good and dead by now. Let's go in there and get that Priapus Ruby. Gee, boys, why they call it the Priapus Ruby? Because it's shaped like a big dick. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, now come on, let's go. But once inside... Hold it right there. What? Oh, man, there's wearing gas masks. That's right, elephant. We pretty much figured out what you did to Porridge. Now, drop your weapons and put your hands up. You and your gang are through. Suddenly, Night Night and Bubo smash in through a window, colliding with the police officers. What the hell is that day? Vile villains! Did you really think that masquerading as police officers would fool the Night Night? Hey, Night Night, who's that guy over there in the pink elephant mask surrounded by the goons with machine guns? What? Suddenly, the Pink Elephant's gang opens fire on the confused police officers, who then return fire, and suddenly a massive shootout begins within my home. Oh god, oh god! And amazingly, in all the confusion, the Pink Elephant is able to shoot Ray Mild and secure the Priapus Ruby and make good his getaway. But man, in the Pink Elephant mask, I'm forced to conclude that he is indeed the villain known as the Pink Elephant. I can't allow him to get away. And soon outside, the Pink Elephant manages to get back to his getaway car, but as his engine roars to life, Night Night barges in. What? God damn it! Get the hell out! No way, no how, you fiend. You're going to be taken to justice. God damn it! Get off the wheel! Get off the wheel! We go to Grand! No! No! no. Suddenly, the pink elephant's car smashes into the wall of a nearby bridge. But our hero and villain miraculously survive. Oh, damn! You totaled my car, you piece of shit! Stop right there, pink elephant. Don't take another step. Oh, I'm not going to take another step. I'm going to use this Priapus Ruby to beat your head in. I can't think of a more satisfying end for night night than to get your head bashed in from a giant red dick. No, 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 no. And so night night plunges off atop the bridge down into the watery cold depths of the river below. <laughs> Good riddance, night night. Now you can sleep with them fishes. Is this true? Is Night Night destined to be reduced to fish poo? Find out in the next exciting episode of Night Night. This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Next time 
on my brother's keeper. Oh, man. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I seen her walk around with them cheeks jiggling out of them shorts. <laughs> it's not fair. I'm going to have to do something about that. I mean, she's asking for it. <laughs> oh, 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 man, I got to go. Oh, uh, uh, oh, damn it, I oh, told you time and time uh, again. Uh, Get off the phone. What the hell is this? That <laughs> looks like a, a jar of apple jelly. <laughs> That's right. And do you see what is mixed inside it? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, well, uh... Just answer me this, goddammit. Did you dip peanut butter on a knife in my jar of jelly? Well, hell, I... You see, I, uh, it... Shut up! Did you dip peanut butter in my jelly? Well, I... <laughs> yes, I did! God damn it, stupid... Ah. I don't see what's too hard to understand. There's a right way and a wrong way, but he always does it wrong. I do not like peanut butter in my jelly. You put the jelly on the bread, then the peanut butter, and then you can wipe the knife off on the bread. But you don't mix the two in their jars. Well, honey, it's you're going to end up eating it together. I mean, it is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean... Yeah. Damn it, Sally! How the hell is he ever gonna learn when you keep making excuses for him like that? Damn it! Oh, man, I... You know, what's really bad about all this is I hate to hear them fight, you know? Uh, and, and I feel it's, you know, it's somehow my fault. And, and, and I mean, if they break up, I mean, it, it, that means it, it, I have doubts about people's ability to love and who's gonna love me? <laughs> My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Well, hello there. Do you like scary movies, but you don't want to watch them alone? Well, you can watch them with me. Yes, you head over to cellfight.com slash Nelson, and you can get this classic, Frankenstein, yes! Dr. Victor Frankenstein, a closeted homosexual working in a castle on a remote Swiss island, attempts to create a perfect man, but his resultant creation turns out to be a murderous flatulent beast who must be destroyed. So he sends his girlfriend and young son to trap the monster. Also in this baggage deal is Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe, Chapter 3. Flash and his crew get caught in an avalanche while Dr. Zarkov is in an aerial dogfight with mean thugs. After that, Zarkov battles his own crew over the break room microwave. This film includes music by Kevin MacLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to cellfight.com slash Nelson to order this today. That's S-E-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. So head over there and order Frankenstein today. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Uh, gonna review Savage Dragon and 
probably more to the point, it's writer-artist-creator Eric Larson. Uh, the Image Comics founders, of which Eric Larson is one, uh, began their own uh, company after they were superstar uh, artists, uh, comic book artists in the late 80s and early 90s uh, for Marvel Comics, primarily Marvel Comics, and uh, they had enough of dealing with the companies and decided, hey, why don't we form our own? And so they did. And it's been largely successful. It's there to this day, despite, once again, the industry is in a massive decline. <laughs> Will it survive? Tune in to find out. Uh, but uh, Savage Dragon was one of the two titles out of the Image Comics at the time when I was just sort of briefly glancing at it uh, that I thought had the potential for longevity. And was sort of right, but not quite. Uh, the two were Savage Dragon and Spawn. Uh, Spawn was the big winner. Uh, it became, you know, more popular. It got a, a movie deal and all that sort of thing and a cartoon series on HBO. Savage Dragon had a Saturday morning cartoon. I forget how many episodes. It wasn't much. You can look it up. But for the most part, it kind of fell into obscurity and has a very small cult following, which apparently <laughs> I'm a member of. <laughs> I've been collecting Savage Dragon since 1997. I enjoy Eric Larson's work, uh, his uh, artwork, and a lot of people say it's not as tight as it used to be. That is true, but it's consist consistent with the style that he's developed, and uh, he, so I still enjoy it. Um, as One of the complaints for it is that it's too silly sometimes because uh, he does have quite the sense of humor, and... Uh, it tends to parody a lot of uh, the tropes and archetypes of comic books. And a lot of people think, well, it's just a, like a, a superhero spoof, like, you know, Super Duper Man or something like that. And there's some truth to that, but I think it straddles both worlds of, uh, you know, parody of superheroes and the actual superhero world, uh, which he knows a lot about. Uh, he's quite the comic historian. A lot of details will come out and stuff he knew uh, about, you know, old artists and Jack Kirby and stuff like that. And he's certainly a student of the Kirby school. <laughs> and uh, so I think overall, uh, the structure of his story w was good. Uh, obviously, I, I followed it. Um, lately, uh, it's not so great. Uh, this, the comic book series has been set in real time. So characters age, uh, they get fat and old, <laughs> and... Uh, you're going to need new younger people to take over. Um, and so this was an interesting idea in the sense that you can't really do that with mainstream characters because they're, you know, they're a brand. And uh, so they're going to, they can't get much older than maybe, maybe 35. And that's about it. So in this case, uh, the idea was that Savage Dragon himself, uh, he had a son and eventually the son would grow to adulthood and take his place, which he did. Uh, and he just recently uh, killed off the original uh, Savage Dragon, <laughs> and in the way he did it was pretty consistent <laughs> with how things can happen uh, in the Savage Dragon uh, series. You never really know <laughs> when someone will go. Uh, I mean, although you could see it coming within the story, but nevertheless, uh, there's no dignity in death in Savage Dragon. <laughs> and so... He's gone, and now it's that's it. Uh, Malcolm Dragon, the son, is now the main character. The problem is, is Malcolm Dragon is just boring. He's just a flat character. There's very little personality there. 
He's, you know, he's just as sweet as sugar and all that stuff. And boy, it's just, uh, I don't know. He's just, he needs to give him something more and, and make him more. I, you know, there's ways to go about it, but uh, it, it's compounded even worse now that he's married to this really horrible character, Maxine, who is just, there's just nothing to like there. She's she's just annoying, and she looks 12 years old. That's really disturbing, and she's constantly wearing the little, I don't know what you call those, the, the sailor Japanese schoolgirl outfit, whatever that is, I don't know. Uh, but there she is. She's a mother of three kids now, <laughs> and she's still dressing like. Plus, she's a complete uh, nymphomaniac. He's got that go. There's a lot of uh, close to being a uh, porn <laughs> in Savage Dragon, and for a while he kind of uh, backed off from that, and uh, then all of a sudden, just suddenly, that was everywhere. Uh, Malcolm was having three ways and four ways. He uh, he banged his stepsister, <laughs> just all this stuff, and it really it just didn't serve much of a purpose. Uh, there was some uh, uh, unexpected uh, uh, pregnancies that left <laughs> went into a plot about the babies of Malcolm Dragon and all that. But uh, I guess that's about it. And um, but Maxine is uh, disturbing in that she, like I said, looks twelve. And uh, even talks like a child most of the time is uh, it's just. And but even even if you fix that, she's you know annoying. <laughs> but that's only uh, one of the problems, because <laughs> uh, even if uh, she got you know n- uh, killed off or something like that, uh, you still got the problem of of Malcolm not having much of a personality. Now the death of his wife uh, might be a story where it you know make gives him more depth and stuff like that i don't know can he save that yeah he could i suppose but i don't think he wants to he seems pretty enamored with the status quo of the book so yeah i'm kind of running out of reasons (laughs) to keep reading it and things like uh the recent issue (laughs) really uh kind of makes the decision for me uh the latest issue of course is an anti-trump issue or is it? Uh, yeah, Trump's on there as a giant monster. Uh, the plot is that Trump, uh, you know, wants to ban all the aliens. Now, they, they, in the Savage Dragon comic, they recently had an alien invasion, uh, destroyed the city. Uh, God knows how many people they killed. So it's a terrible analogy <laughs> for what Mr. Larson's trying to say here that, you know, he's a xenophobic racist. And anybody who voted for him is. And he he completely uses the broad brush. If you voted for Trump, you're an evil Nazi. That's it. You know, there's no wiggle room there. So you can't really fight bigotry with more bigotry. And the broad brush is always the tool of the bigot. And, I mean, if by chance he would hear this video, he would not have a clue as to what I'm talking about. And, well... That's what happens when you're myopic. But th- this is what he displays in this comic book. So it's more it's more targeted against anybody who votes for Trump or supports him or what have you um, than it is to Trump himself, uh, which makes it a bit more egregious. Because Trump, look, he's an obnoxious a-hole. He's always been that way. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's the villain. 
And you can go into the weeds of this about how wrong Eric is about thinking this is that Muslim ban. It's not a Muslim ban. Uh, there were seven countries. They took Iraq off at six, all of which are currently in civil wars. Uh, you might want to think about that. Uh, Obama did the same thing with Iraq when there was trouble. Not a peep out of anybody like Mr. Larson or anybody else on the left. Uh, so it's just, I mean, look, for God's sakes, they're screaming over his wife's shoes. So it doesn't really matter what he does. <laughs> It's the only way he could possibly save grace, I suppose, is if uh, Trump would switch parties. Now, if he would do that, maybe that would make him a suddenly a, a demigod amongst the left. Um, he, it, the, the dialogue in the book throws around that the reason he's getting rid of Obamacare is because he can't stand the fact that there was a black man in the White House. Uh, this is just absolute garbage. Um, all the problems with Obamacare. And the, <laughs> I mean, Obama had to bribe his own party just to get it passed. Uh, uh, lied about what the savings would be, the whole structure of how it's funded. It's, I mean, come on. But but no, he doesn't bother defending all of that or the idea that it's just to help poor people or what have you. No, no, you're just a racist if you don't want it. <laughs> so, you know, again, broad brush. So uh, knowing Eric's uh, politics None of this really surprises me that much. He kind of went off the handle when Bush was president. Uh, he certainly sucked up to Obama like he was the second coming and that sort of thing. So uh, having Trump here, it's an interesting thing, though, because like the analogy doesn't work. And a lot of times these analogies, because even like you know, the X-Men gets praised because it's uh, a metaphor for uh, uh, racism and stuff because, you know, you shouldn't just hate people because they're different. Well, yeah, that, that's true. But uh, 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 black people and what have you uh, uh, don't have laser eyes. <laughs> and their powers can't suddenly cause a nuclear explosion to go off or something like that. So it was, yeah, come on, that sounds like monsters. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's a simplistic idea of getting the metaphor about about, you know, uh, being accepting and tolerant and all that sort of thing. But, uh, boy, uh, here he gets this massive alien invasion, and now everybody's a Nazi if they're not uh, just ignoring any aliens around. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he defeats his own idea here. It's very sloppily done. And the problem here is, is this is the follow-up issue after the death of his main character. And they have the funeral in the opening parts, and that's, you know, fine and everything. And, and, and then this thing. This is where you have people on the left who are producing you know, stories and uh, television shows and all this stuff, and they're letting Donald Trump <laughs> ruin their shows. And in this case, Donald Trump uh, just ruined uh, Eric Larson's comic book here. Uh, you know, having a little uh, snippet here in a panel there or something like that, which he's already done, uh, yeah, good enough. But no, this changes the entire course of the story because apparently uh, Malcolm is on the run now. He's going to have to leave the country. And I think uh, I've seen previews. He's going to have to move to Canada. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's changed the entire course. He's let Donald Trump do that to his comic book. And because he's got to get the word out to resist Donald Trump or whatever, you know, at, that's not going to happen, Eric, especially when you're so sloppy at it. 
So here's a guy who let Donald Trump just smear excrement all over his product. And you're going to see more of this. Uh, keep in mind, uh, we got the fall season of television shows coming up, and uh, they managed to get in a few little licks here and there, but that was because they were working on those shows before the election was over. And they may have gotten a little bit of shows done before the end of the season so they can add in some more Trump dialogue and stuff like that. But boy, that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. Get ready for 24-7 Trump on every show and stuff you want to see. And yeah, they're going to let it destroy their programs uh, unless they learn to keep it subtle and learn how to weave ideas and stuff in their plot lines. That's one thing. But, yeah, we'll see who's better at it than others. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting... I wonder how they'll work it into The Walking Dead. Maybe a Trump zombie walking around in the background. Certainly they'll say Negan is uh, Trump. Something like that. So there you go. We'll probably see that. Meanwhile, back to uh, Savage Dragon. Uh, <laughs> it's, the, the comic book can't really afford to have stupid things like this and if it was just this one shot it wouldn't be that big of a deal but of course like i said the previews reveal he's gonna <laughs> leave the country and so i guess uh savage dragon will now be taking place in canada until trump leave leaves uh office so how about that that's just great boy uh would this be enough to make me stop buying savage dragon uh, no, uh, even though I did vote for Trump, I do concede he is an obnoxious a-hole. <laughs> and that part of it you could do. But here is another example of where somebody on the left, in this case Eric Larson, uh, manages to do uh, character-wise uh, out a-hole Trump. Uh, and, you know, people who can make Trump look like the sanest man in the room, who could do that? That seems impossible. Well, the left found a way. And uh, this is what you got here. And it, it's sad because, like I said, I enjoyed the comic book. I mean, it, it's, not, it's not just this. It's just the attitude that is just so extremist and, uh, and myopic and whatever to where he recently tweeted this image during the uh, Harvey uh, disaster. And I, it just, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I mean, this is just, and I mean, if Hillary Clinton had been president, oh, Harvey wouldn't have happened. And I mean, you're literally hearing that. I mean, Trump, uh, I guess, I mean, I, I'm surprised there weren't people blaming Trump for the sun going out during the eclipse. I mean, at this point, it's just absurd. But uh, man, when you're that deep in, in the pool of Kool-Aid, <laughs> you'll believe anything. And so... Yeah, that that's really nasty. <laughs> it's really bad. So, boy, I've got a decision to make. Um, but it, it's bad because, look, I, Eric Larson, like I said, his work ethic is second to none. And that's important because I think a lot of the image artists were lazy. Uh, there was a lot of promises for different uh, collaborative efforts that they produce, and he's the only one who produced anything out of it. And he's certainly a true comics fan who m made it pro and that's always a cool story. Uh, he's good to his fans. I mean, when you ask him questions, he'll answer you. Um, but, you know, don't be snotty. <laughs> to, I mean, granted, he's being really nasty here. But what's the if you go attack him, or whatever, what good is that going to do? He's not going to listen to you. Um, 
but I, again, like I said, uh, his work ethic is great in this era of people who are proud. If they make 12 issues, they think that's a major achievement. And this guy has got over 200 issues of this comic book. So, uh, he gets five stars on work ethic alone and a professional, uh, a, a career here, uh, that deserves the respect and uh, there's a lot of, to be said for that, but uh, this issue gets no stars. It's it's trash, and the series as a whole, with a boring lead that apparently the writer is too scared to give him depth and st- stuff because I don't know. I guess he thinks he'll be called racist and stuff if Malcolm messes up or does something stupid or thinks something that's wrong and is proven otherwise. Something along those lines. The sort of thing that happens to everybody you know let your character be human uh but ain't you know he's got to remain a demigod so uh that's problematic of that but that's really not as bad as with uh supporting a guy who apparently thinks i'm a monster (laughs) look i live in the south in louisiana uh, I tend to vote Republican. I've given up on the Democrats a long time ago. And if you really know the history of that party, even a guy like Eric Larson would too. Uh, but uh, the, the idea of people like Eric Larson, who probably think I live in this bigoted, nasty, racist area and black people live in fear all the time and all that sort of thing. No. You know what happens? Every time I go to town, you look around, interracial couples. You know what the reaction is to it? Nothing. Nobody cares because it's just normal. And in the mind of Eric Larson, this doesn't exist. Uh, We're all nasty people. uh, We all want to secede from the Union. (laughs) And we want to refight the Civil War so the South can win. Um, No, that is not true. That is very, very, very ignorant uh, thinking of anyone to uh, just broad brush an entire mass of people like that. You know, like bigots do. All right, that's it. Uh, five gold stars on uh, uh, his career overall. Uh, I can, I would recommend most of the Savage Dragon, the, the earlier issues. <laughs> Let's check those out. Uh, they are good. Uh, but the current series, as it is, oof. Yeah, I can't recommend that. No stars so far. And uh, I've got to decide if I'm going to buy uh, issue 227. <laughs> I, I don't know. And that review of Eric Larson and Savage Dragon was originally a part of the Nelson Ratings, my side project, which now appears on my YouTube channel. You can search uh, Douglas Nelson YouTube channel or Mr. Nelson. I think that's how it's listed on the URL. Yeah, slash Mr. Nelson, something like that. Anyway, Nelson Ratings, you can find them there where I review things, uh, usually mostly uh, television shows and movies, but uh, I'll branch out in the other topics and stuff like that. And it comes with lovely little pictures, and that one ran 20 minutes (laughs) in total, which is uh, longer than the usual one. I try to keep them short. But uh, there's more coming on comic books, which I'll probably discuss on this this program as well uh and quite a bit uh uh concerning even mr larson some more and uh it's not good (laughs) 
I wish this weren't so, but uh, looks like I'm going to have to find another title to follow regularly. Uh, which, uh, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, boy, I got to go get some rest and then get back to the cows. <laughs> so, uh, fortunately, I had this little nugget that I did actually a week ago. I hope you enjoyed that little review about a comic book you probably have never heard of. But, um, hey, it's more time with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully I'll be more energetic next week for another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Good night, everybody. and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.